Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. A very Brady failure. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. Here's the story of the family Brady A mom and dad with all their children grown Our kids are now pursuing their dreams With families of their own When our kids were small, their problems all were smaller As they changed, so did their point of view Since the family grew, the Brady's, oh, the Brady's, that's how the Brady Bunch became the Brady's. The Brady's aired on CBS from February 8th to March 9th, 1990. That is one month and one day. (laughs) A month and a day, people. The Brady Bunch is iconic. Definitely. And I was actually watching an interview from this era, Mm -hmm. which is a specific era of the Brady's that we're talking about. And I think it was Barry Williams who said something like, we never let people forget about the Brady Bunch. There was no mm-hmm. thing to let people forget about us to come back to. Kind of, it was kind of making fun of themselves that they're kind of always there because they have so many spinoffs. And, you know, they had the Brady Bunch from 69 to 74, mm-hmm. classic era. Mm-hmm. The house is not far from us. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Right there. You've in, seen it. You can see it on our TikTok, Ghost Town mm-hmm. Pod. Hello, it's there. <laughs> And they've had spinoffs, mm-hmm. the Christmas specials, the Brady Brides, mm-hmm. uh, a very special Brady Christmas. Yeah, pick a Brady alliteration, and they've done it. And they've had so many reunions, and then they had the TV movies, which were more kind of sardonic. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, you mentioned Shelley Long, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. It was definitely pointed satire tip. Yeah, tongue-in-cheek. Because sexual. Yeah, well, it kind of like folded in on itself with the all of the tales of, of sex in the original Brady Bunch and, and kind of kind of tongue-in-cheek 
you know, nod to that. But there's this one era, this is the 1990 era of the Brady's that lasted six episodes. That's it. But they're one hour episodes. Oh, God. Each episode is one hour. It's almost like, do you remember that pilot about Seinfeld to 9-11 that was kind of like going around? I think I remember that. We should do that for an episode. <laughs> we should absolutely do that. But this reminds me of that where it's like, let's take a thing that's tried and true, so successful in its own right. Let's take all the things that make it successful and just deplete it of all of those things. And even fill it with things that people don't want to want. see or hear. And even when you played that for, like you played me the intro. Which we heard in the beginning. Yes, yes. And you it, got, we, I wanted Rebecca to see how long she can just keep a straight face. Three, I mean, mm-mm. I'm going to be generous and say four seconds. And that's, that's generous. Good. That's me in general. If I'm not yawning, I'm laughing. Because when I first watched it, I, I mean, I was just by myself, but my eyes were like oh. super big. I was like, what is, like Florence Henderson, felt, you're great, but like, mm-hmm. it's not good. It's like, we want to make money, I guess. Or like someone greenlit this thing. Like, it, it, it doesn't even seem like it's of 1990. Like, it's not even cool for 1990. It's like. This like misdirected, yeah, hour long, like serious, like really, it's just like off putting in every way. Because the people that you've seen and kind of grew up with looked a certain mm-hmm. way, and there was a charm to it. And now they just all kind of look like perverts. Mm-hmm. Exactly, they all look like kind of weird, kind of perverts. But you know, they're all listen. They're all seem like really nice people. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's nineteen ninety. Beverly Hills 90210, which it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of, like, if Aaron Spelling said no to this, and they go, well, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, like, it's it kind of was like, this is us in the 90s based on an old IP, which we do that now. Like, think about um, the one with uh, Archie and Veronica. Riverdale. Riverdale. Riverdale is like a serious bend on this old intellectual property that's lighthearted and kind of fun and pulpy. Like, we do that, and I get that, and when it's successful, it's very successful. But this is like... Like, jarringly embarrassing to an audience. It's the wrong thing to the wrong audience at the wrong time. Yeah, and, and you know, they. it's like when bands play and, like, they were very popular, but then the opening band mm-hmm. kind of blow them away. Yeah. Which would be TV shows like Family Matters and totally. other things that were out at the time that were fresher and people only knew them of that. But when you see some of these people... You know, the you know kids are cute kids or they're younger and mm-hmm. now they're just all... A lot of really bad haircuts. Yeah. A lot of uh, big mustaches and, and... Being unappealing, inappropriate. And think about TV at that time, too. You either wanted a sexy drama or you wanted a fun-loving kids. Like, this is like neither of those things. It, it's ex- like tried, like, was like uh, TGIF was like yeah, a thing around love that Yeah, love TGIF. So they were competing with things that were just, they were just outdated. And I think they were like on the strength of... We're beloved. We've worked together mm-hmm. again. The IP, and they're mm-hmm. like, "What else can we do?" And they're like, "Hey, we could, you know, we can run with some of these other shows for an sure. hour show." Yeah. So it's a mix of very serious stuff, and they lean into the serious Ugh. with laugh tracks. Ah. Uh. So before I get into some of the plot points, all the original cast members they're back, except for Maury McCormick. She's just had a daughter. She so. doesn't want the money. She doesn't like money. I guess she wanted to raise her kid. <sighs> Weird. Okay. And then they got another actress to replace her, Leah Ayers. Do you know who that is? No. I wonder if that's a coincidence or not. I don't know. Um, but it could be a kiss of death, or it mm. could be she went on and did a bunch of other things. I haven't uh, 
I haven't looked into. Uh, you know, let's look. At, let's see what she's what she's up to. What's she up Actually, to? Actually, no, she looks kind of from the. She played Michelle in the nineteen eighty one film The Burning. She played mm-hmm. on ABC's Nine to Five. She was in Bloodsport. Oh, okay, I recognize she's in Bloodsport with uh, John Claude Van Damme. Uh, yeah, she does look pretty familiar. Yeah, and then she does yoga fitness. Great, of course. And. It's a good year for her. She also got married in 1990. Yeah, she's it's a big year TV. for yeah, she's, she's Lee in, in the late 90s, kind of uh, fell off of uh, TV, but she played mm-hmm. Marsha. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm bagging on her. She's really no, nice she seems good. Yeah, she seems good. And then, you know, they did A Very Brady Christmas in 1988. People loved it. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas, though. Yeah. You're taking this family, and they're doing it the way they used to do it, with Christmas and nostalgia. Mm-hmm. They're like, we love... The world is like, we love Oreos. They are a chocolate cookie with a vanilla cream inside. And they're like, how about we take away the chocolate cookie, put um, a beef stick, and then instead of the cream, we put, um, I don't know, a, a dollar bill inside? Are you still going to like it? It's still a cookie. And Florence Henderson sings the theme song for it. <laughs> so here are some of the plot points. Now, these are kind of fun. Hmm. Mike Brady, which I think is younger Mike Brady, I think. Okay. Uh, becomes a politician. That's uh, fun. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Bobby becomes a race car driver. Okay. But early on in his career, he ends up a paraplegic. <laughs> right this, away. This is Degrassi Junior High? Right away. <laughs> Boom. No waiting. Wow. Peter breaks up with his fiance. Naturally. That he was engaged to in A Very Brady Christmas because they had people from a very Brady Christmas, Brady Brides. They, you know, it was Crossover a kind of a city. It was kind of like the Marvel universe, but <laughs> for a Brady bunch. God, who cares? And begins dating the abusive daughter of Mike's political rival. Oh boy, Marsha. Yeah, is a stay-at-home mother battling alcoholism. Those oh, are just some it's of the just plot. So points. real. We don't want the Bradys to be real. We want them to be hanging out in shag carpeting, throwing around a football, and, you know, getting into tiffs. So they reference the past, but then they, ha- you know, it's not every scene in every episode involves a Brady. It's like mm-hmm. Brady adjacent. <laughs> the Brady world. You're so right, you the, the Brady, Brady universe. World. You know, it's like Jan's husband is oh, up to God. his whatever in this. <laughs> Jesus. A loveless marriage. Um just kids that just don't yeah, care and they exactly. think back to when their kids there's flashbacks to when their kids god alcoholism and corruption and oppression what's always been really kind of sad about robert reed is he i think always or at least from what i gather early on was like this show's terrible i'm mm-hmm. a serious actor and he was just a good actor you know mm-hmm. i think he always kind of resented Finding success in that because then he couldn't mm-hmm. really do much else. Yeah. But then he was kind of always, probably always, you know, enjoyed working. Yeah. And, you know, he died, you know, relatively young. It was pretty sad. So I always mm. think about, like, how supposedly he was kind of hard to work with. And I'm totally speculating just based on other things. But I think it wasn't necessarily him. I think it was the situation that he kind of found himself in probably mm-hmm. thinking, this show's not going to succeed or mm-hmm. it barely will. And then I'll go do something that I'm kind of more interested in doing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, to come back and do this, it's just, it just does not it's age well. That money. I want to know 
and we probably don't know this, how much they got paid for this per episode altogether, because that I think is the answer to all of this. I, this is, I'm going to make a comparison that isn't contemporary at all. Okay. The band Kiss. You're mm-hmm. familiar, right? Yeah. You know them with the makeup. Sure, sure, cool sure. Outfits, the glitz. Uh-huh. The, you know, the fire and explosions. And then they decide that like, hey, mm-hmm. we look great without makeup. Yeah, we're just some and, guys. Like, ripped up jeans and teased hair. Yeah. And it's like, this is weird to look at. Yeah, that's way better than my Oreo analogy. It, it really is like when I first like saw Kiss, I was like, I loved Kiss. Uh-huh. Which was probably the last concert I went to before... The quarantine. Oh yeah, I remember that. I had a yeah. Had an in- did I did I ask you to go? I think I was either working or you didn't or something something didn't work. Yeah, I, I think you were on my list of people to go Ugh, because I had a. I would I had, love. I would. I love technically to had backstage too, but this, the thing it was like literally as quarantine was like about to begin. But seeing Kiss, you know, unmasked, I guess, was very strange for some people, and it what. And they did fine. It's great. I mm-hmm. I, I, I I like his. Um, mm-hmm. I like their story. I like their yeah. stuff. I'm not trying to. But it was kind of like a similar thing. So you're seeing Cindy. You know, yeah, I'm Cindy. I got pigtails now. I got you know. Like I have a, a sex addiction. Yeah, or like something or you know, adult acne. It's like no, 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 no. We don't need that. We don't want that. Nobody asked for that. Nope. And it was six episodes, one hour each. You can find. Them on YouTube, they're like pretty bad quality, mm-hmm. but you can always find the theme song right at the beginning <laughs> of this episode when you rewind and start again. Uh. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.